0: Hey Thrivecast Nation, this is Clay Frost. Today we have an awesome guest, his name is Edwin Peterson. He is an academy director of two Chinese clubs, trying to implement the Ajax uh, formula, that's a a very famous club in the Netherlands, for those of you who don't know much about international soccer. Uh, Huge name, uh, big mover over here we got with Edwin, and I'm excited to hear from him. How are you doing, Edwin?
1: Yeah, pretty good. Thanks for inviting me.
0: No problem. Is there anything to that introduction that I, that you want to add on to anything that you feel is uh, important that everybody knows about you?
1: No, I think you mentioned already that, um, I'm just uh, a normal guy that uh, has to, uh, work hard, uh, to get somewhere and, you know, to, uh, to create for himself, uh, a nice environment to, to find balance in, in life and work. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, for now, um, yeah, I'm working for Ajax uh, uh, from the Ajax side, from the Netherlands and uh, trying to implement uh, the methods of uh, the playing style and the, also the, the training philosophy, of course, uh, and which, uh, which makes me happy. So that's actually yeah, who I am right now, where I am in, uh,
0: in China. That, that means you're winning. If you're happy doing what you're doing, that's a your winning life right there.
1: That's a, that's awesome. a winning life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, so f- the first question I ask every guest is, what does thriving mean to you? What does it look like? What does it feel like? What is thriving?
1: Uh, thriving is uh, that's a good question. Um, it goes a little bit deeper than just giving a quick answer. Um, Go for it. If, well... For me, it it started uh, from a very young age. Uh, For me, it was normal to grow up with with soccer, Uh, especially my my parents. My father was a huge fan of of soccer and played it also in that time. And in the Netherlands, it's uh, my father's number one sport. So from a very young age, you got affected by by playing it, learning how to play it, and watching games. Um, There's a lot of opportunities to watch uh, the professional football as well uh, mm. so it's it's kind of uh, easy and, and normal to start liking it and to get better in it and that's something maybe also a key factor if if you start uh, becoming good in something starting to get it a little bit then it's also it motivates um, and yeah you will try to get it uh, even even better. Uh, so it comes from the inside. Uh, uh, if you ask me personally, then I think I'm I'm a type of guy that really wants to be good at something. Um, and uh, for whatever for for what it is, and uh, for me that was uh, playing football to start with. And uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. For me, it was kind of logical, but doing the things that you like and to get better in it, and that motivates you, that's for me thriving. Um, yeah, in my in my career.
0: So just to make sure I understand, it's thriving kind of encapsulates the idea of, of learning, growing, and being excited about what you're doing, being motivated about what you're doing.
1: Yes, that's that's actually. Uh, exactly what it is it uh, it's about growing also <clears throat> um, what I'm doing now is actually the same trying to uh, see the potential of people and uh, trying to make them understand then that there is more and if they want to I can help them with them but they first have to be committed to to become good um, yeah, and that's, uh, that's something that I, uh, I always look for in myself as well. So growing, get better. Uh, yeah, be proud of yourself. That's something to, to, to thrive uh, in,
0: in, the, in the right direction. In the right direction, nice. I like that a lot. When it comes down to it, I, I think a lot of people, they learn very well based on opposites. So, for example, if if you want to teach an athlete, uh, sometimes they they learn by understanding what not to do first, right? I think that that's maybe younger athletes, but in my experience, a lot of people, if you say, hey, here's how you be a loser, then they know what to avoid, and then they get closer to what they're trying to get to. Um, And so, what is the opposite of thriving? What, What does it, what's the worst or the complete opposite end of that spectrum?
1: Oh, that's also a very good one, the opposite. Um, uh, Those questions um, really make me think hard uh, right now.
0: I I like that. That's good.
1: (laughs) That's what the whole show is all about. (laughs) Uh, I didn't expect this, but okay. Um, The the opposite of thriving is that um, I'm not sure if I I get you right. Um, you, You... you can, um, if, if, if you don't get energy from your environment or things that you do, um, for example, uh, everyone meets people that, you know, you, you don't want to be around with because they don't give you the right energy. Or, mm-hmm. um, and you think, okay, just, you know, stay away from him because, um, I don't feel very, very open or I don't feel very comfortable being with him or the same with coaching and, and coaches. Um, so if I'm always picking on players, if I'm always negative or very critical, um, yeah, then the learning stops in my opinion. And also, uh, of course, growing stops the learning stops when yeah people don't uh, stop thinking anymore and um, get and also when you take away the the right feeling of doing things because if you have to do something and in my sports it's it 's something complicated it's very difficult and hard to 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 reach then yeah you need people around you to 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 feel comfortable and they understand you and and respect you and that you really need someone that uh sometimes you can say okay this was uh, not very good from my side and uh, i hope that uh, you can help me go through the next phase so positive energy uh good people around you that's i think highly important but I don't know if I'm answering your question right now. But
0: no, I uh, think I think uh, you're just answering it in the opposite way. So it, to not thrive is lack of energy in a tough situation, tough environment, and that's yes. going to obviously those are going to be obstacles to you thriving. And the less obstacles, or excuse me, the more obstacles, the, the diffi- more difficult it's going to be to thrive. Is that? Yeah, that's, that, that's what I'm hearing. I hope I yeah. <laughs> hope I'm not putting yeah. words in your mouth. Well, you
1: are you are a better listener. So yeah, <laughs> I think that's that's actually a good a good uh, summarize of, of what I'm trying to say.
0: Awesome, that's good. Uh, the, the, again, the reason why I love that is because I think you know as we understand what it's not, it helps us to to go in the right direction. Because I think all of us have it, like the listeners, you, myself, all of us have experience these moments where it's just nothing's clicking nothing's falling in place it just seems like everything's and probably a lot of people right now during the pandemic uh like that they might feel that way that just things aren't quite working very well and and that's in my mind that is a opportunity to change what you need to change to then start thriving and and i think those moments in our lives are so important and before the show you were telling me a little bit about um a few experiences that you had in your life that helped you to learn, to thrive. Um, one of the, that really caught my eye because I also suffered an injury that ended my career, um, actually multiple times. And then I, I, kind of had to come back and, and so, or I guess they ended multiple seasons, but, um, you were playing, uh, where were you playing at and what happened with your injury and how did that launch you into coaching?
1: Um, well, first, uh, to, to start uh, from the beginning, um, um, I explained already a little bit that uh, starting from a young age is very normal in the Netherlands. Uh, loving your game and you just play with your amateur club close to where you live. And then uh, I got scouted because uh, probably I was uh, a good player. Um, and I was scouted by uh, uh, PSV Eindhoven, which is uh, one of the top clubs in the Netherlands. Um, and have a great academy with great facilities. Uh, so from a young age of 11 years old, I'm um, I'm moving to the new club, and actually everything went well. I um, I moved forward every year in the, in the next uh, uh, stage of uh, development. So everybody were, everyone was satisfied, and then you are touching and you get close to your dream becoming a professional football player playing in a second team and you can already touch it and feel it and then yeah i broke my leg on, on two places it was a very complex uh, uh, injury Thanks. of course and um, i could not recover fast enough and uh, it took me 2 years to try it but um every time yeah i i, I Came back with problems. So uh, that was kind of the end of my career. Um I was not how, able to How old were you when that happened? I was uh eighteen. Eighteen really? yeah. So that's that's a crucial age of yeah. you know, making the final step, and that's maybe the hardest thing to do, uh, because then you are aware, then you are so close and you you can you can yeah you can smell it already. So uh-huh. uh, that, that that really hurts, of course. And uh, but on the other hand, in my uh, in my career so far, I also started from the age of sixteen, helping my uh, former club, my amateur club, uh, close to where I live, and uh, with with some youth trainings already. Uh, And starting to like it, and uh, from that perspective, I I'm starting to study in also the the sports uh, educational side and uh, to become a sport instructor. So uh, so I changed actually in that time to from from player to more uh, coach and yeah. I find out I really found out during my uh, uh, my school time there that hey coaching is also very very nice helping others and trying to find ways pathways for other players who are dreaming to become good so uh, yeah that, that catch me uh, as well in that time so it kind of changed um, my way of thinking and looking at things.
0: That's awesome. I mean, yeah. uh, obviously, unfortunate, the injury, but that it led you to something else that you're also passionate about. That's, it's interesting yes. how that works out. That's, I, I wrestled. I don't know if you know much about wrestling. It's probably not a very popular sport over there. Um, yeah. But I, uh, I wrestled in for about a span of 16 years, and 14 of those years I spent with some kind of injury. And it was miserable, and I hated injuries, and it ultimately was the demise of my career. But it put me into where I am now because, as I was injury, as I was dealing with these injuries, I was focusing tremendous efforts on my mental game, because I had no, I had nothing else to do except wait and be patient for my body to heal. So, yeah. uh, I that's awesome that that was a similar experience for you. You, yes. uh, I saw that you also coached. A little bit in Canada, um, and then also you coached with the national team, the Netherlands national team. Yes.
1: yes. Um,
0: how did Canada happen? What was um, that? Just it was an opportunity, and you came over. it Was
1: uh, yeah, it was it came right out of, out of the blue. Um, I was already working for for the federation. the to be in the Netherlands. Uh, okay. Uh, it's a association football association and uh, i i've worked there for a long time already and i was kind of on on a, on a cross point probably and I, I i i didn't think about going abroad or something but a good friend of mine was also coach and he had the opportunity to work there um it was fc edmonton um, it was a new club starting uh in the first season so um, and he needed someone for uh, his uh, assistant and uh, doing the under twenty three, building up the academy a little bit. So when I hear about that uh, story, I, uh, I thought this is maybe yeah a good good moment for me to get out of my comfort zone uh, because I worked uh, for a long time in the federation already, um, and then you do. The- you are in a situation that you, you still do what you love, but you're doing the same things every day. So, yes. um, yeah, going abroad, uh, learn to speak English a little bit better than you did. Um, meet different people. Um, of course, the soccer level is different. So, a lot of different aspects that, you, that you're dealing with. Um, um, and then you don't know if it's going to work for you, but for me it worked very well, and I love Canada as well, so it was a good experience and and I was very lucky that after one season i yeah the, the federation took me back and uh, yeah, from from there i uh, I had the opportunity to yeah to move on in my let's say coaching career um, so I I started to to coach more on a national level, uh, so national youth teams, different uh, age groups. Um, I uh, coached uh, on on the European level and uh, World Cup level, three World Cups uh, as well in the uh, U17s. So yeah, that made me um, yeah that made me also kind of a yeah. Uh, a proud person uh, in that time um, and then yeah you move forward again and then things happen in your life I don't know why I don't know I don't think about it too much uh, they yeah. just come on my pathway and and then yeah it's for me I'm kind of a person that okay I'm, if I'm ready it feels ready then then it's okay then. You don't have to think about it too much. Then you just say yes or no. The same thing with China now where I am. Um, Totally, completely different culture. And um, of course, I I already uh, had a long way uh, behind me in coaching and doing all kinds of things and uh, touching the highest level in coaching. Um, So there was nothing really that triggered me in the Netherlands anymore in on, mm-hmm. on youth elite football soccer and then I thought okay um, this this is crossing my pathway now so uh, what do you want with your life and what do you want to do else so let's let's go out out of the comfort zone let's travel a little bit more learn, learn a little bit more from life in, in different cultures and um, this is pretty extreme because china is i think pretty much the opposite of the netherlands in in many ways and, really uh, yeah so it, it's it's for me learning again and feel like i'm a student
0: yeah that's awesome that's a i love what you said is putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation uh what have you learned as you put yourself in that uncomfortable situation about yourself or maybe about you know how to improve what, what's been the biggest takeaway for you
1: very good question also um the best
0: takeaway uh, for myself or, or a few you don't have to take just one you can no just okay
1: uh, it's for me it's important to uh, keep doing what you love to do and um for me it doesn't matter if uh when i was younger i thought okay i have to work with the very best uh players uh to coach them uh, for me it's not the most important thing anymore because it's more for me about potential and i don't care about if he's very good or not if he's focused on becoming good and then it feels right for me to to help him yeah um, and if i see the progress then both sides are, are happy because uh, he gets uh, he 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 gains something and i'm i'm i feel that i'm i'm useful for him so that's that's my biggest um, yeah uh, let's say uh, motivation to, to do this and uh, and, and the, the learning part is also that i can do this in china with chinese people um people who are um not uh, did not or do not get the same chances i that i have in, in in my life so far so it's an, it's of course it's a communistic system here and um people do, do not live in freedom here and uh, they cannot speak up loud what they think and when you start talking with them there's a there's a inner flame, fire going on with a lot of people and they wanna speak up and they wanna learn a lot from, from, from our cultures as well, from my culture. So yeah. that makes it uh, worthwhile for me to, to do this and uh, yeah, learn a lot from both sides.
0: That's really cool. That's awesome. You mentioned before the show that your parents had a lot um, of influence over your ability to thrive. Um, I'm sure that they taught you a lot. They they set you on a really good path moving forward. Um, what what was kind of maybe some phrases that your parents always said to you, or or something that they that that always rings like, oh yeah, yeah, mom and dad used to say that, or or whatever.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, my my model was very my model was very on uh, never give up. Uh, for example, and uh, whatever happens, never give up. Uh, um, and yeah, I, I, that that voice is somewhere in the back of my head still. You know, <laughs> it's I like, it. like an echo. It it comes comes up so now and then. So you, you never give up uh, for what the, whatever it means. But for me, it kind of work still works. Uh, it's it's a little voice, and of course, it's my mom, but. It means something, uh, and it's of, of course it's uh, because you're so connected with your parents. It's also emotional, so you don't, you don't want to give up for your parents. So it's very strong. Um, yeah, that's 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 one thing. And uh, uh, my father was more um, he was more the quiet person, analytic, um, and he always came down with it uh, when we had to drive. To, towards a game and drive back uh, starting to ask questions to me and then well you know did you like the game and I said uh, yes or no because I knew that I played not very well for example and then he he's starting to build up the whole the whole story you know so I knew that okay um, this is gonna be a long ride and uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, my father was more analytic and he started asking questions like, uh, how was the game? And, uh, well, uh, did you enjoy the game? So he was critical, but in a in a kind of a positive way. Um, so he made me always, he, he brought me always back to to the love of, of the game. So he made me understand it's not, it's okay to have a bad day someday. Uh, it's okay to, you know, we are just, human beings and sometimes you have a bad day so you know what the heck it's uh, it's not a big deal just know that uh, you still love the game and try to do your best next time you know because it's it, it brings you so much so that's actually you know, the two things that i really uh,
0: liked from from that side that's yeah. that's awesome thank you for sharing i I think one of the more interesting topics that, and it kind of goes along with what your dad was saying about, you know, it's you're not always going to be winning. Um, you don't always have a great day, but you keep learning, you keep trying. Like your mom said, never give up. Um, yep. One of the things that I really like talking about and discussing on the, on the show is the relationship with thriving and success. Um, and and I'm curious if you have any specific thoughts surrounding it, does does success come only when you're thriving? Does, I mean, is success thriving? Do you, a lot of people think that um, success is separate from thriving? That it's, I mean, what are your thoughts here? The the relationship between thriving and success.
1: Um well a thriving because if, if you maybe if you're not the best athlete or player in my situation and you can still love the game um, and then you, you're still thriving you know because you're you love the game yeah um, but you become very successful uh, you have to deal with all kinds of um, uh, Assignments with yourself actually it's to you know to stay away from bad things or You have you have to make offers so to become good and uh, That's That comes to Then success will come inside then you can see success uh, Is 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 part of thriving from for uh, if you look at it that that way, so thriving doesn't mean always that you have success. It brings you joy. Yes, it brings you joy. It brings you pleasure. And uh, that's that's the reason why you do things, uh, but being successful, uh, successful in a way, um, especially in, in sports, then um, it's about uh, winning prices, becoming good, uh, becoming the best version of yourself. Uh, then you have to look for the the boundaries. You you do something. You 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 give up things, and that's part of you know. If you want to be successful, then you really have to commit yourself to those things. And so I think it's yeah. It's from both sides. It's thriving brings you to success, but thriving is not always meant to be successful.
0: All right. I like that. That's a solid answer. I'm really in my same pathway of thinking or thought train. I don't even know what I'm saying. Um but here here's two more questions for you, and then we'll kind of hit a close on, on the on the episode. I really appreciate your time. This has been awesome. You uh I, I sent you a list of questions and there's two that I, I really, really wanted to get to. So the first is, you know, in your role as an academy director or a technical director of, of this academy trying to implement the IAX system and formula, um, yeah. how do you help these Chinese athletes or the the club athletes, how do you help them thrive? What's is there a secret? Is there something that has worked for you consistently? How do you help them thrive?
1: First of all, um, try to create a uh, safe environment. That's uh, okay. that's that's where, where it starts for me. Um, because we, we're going to do something that's that's complex. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. Everyone has to make some adjustments for, for himself to, mm-hmm. to follow the IX the IX philosophy. So, um, having a safe environment to, uh, yeah, to communicate uh, with each other about the new, new pathways or, um, the way of coaching or the style of coaching or the, the way of playing. Yeah. That's, that's very important. Uh, then communication starts if the if if the, if there's no safety, if you cannot speak up loud, if you cannot share things, then um there's no development possible so that's where where it starts for me and that's kind of difficult here because people here are not used to speak up loud um especially not in groups. so that means for me I uh, put a lot of effort in individual meetings. Or small meetings, with small groups. Um, that's actually what I like uh, to uh, to get where I, where I want to be with uh, those people, and also to know each other a little bit uh, better than that. So, um, yeah, I think the personal relationships are important to to create an environment where you can learn and you can share. That's where it starts for me to to thrive.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Um, And then the second question that I wanted to make sure that we got to was there is, well, I find, especially, I mean, in the American system, you kind of have like youth sports, then high school, collegiate, then professional. That's kind of the pathway that most sports will follow. And each level jump, uh, there are certain things that stand out more that help athletes become more successful. In, In Europe, there's this academy and then professional and with your experience at the national level or national team the netherland national team uh all these different academies you have probably worked with a lot of players that made it and a lot of players that didn't what was the main difference between those who made it and those who didn't do do you see any trends any specific things that uh, if you could you teach every athlete and hope they understand it so they can make it
1: uh, it's a, yeah, teaching is the good word. Instruct—I don't like the word instructor, but in giving instructions, then it's it's only from one side to give the information. So I like to, to, I like the word teaching more in this. Uh, but uh, there's one thing that um, just you know uh, means a lot for me when, when players make it or not. Of course, you need to be talented, but there's a lot of talent. Uh, I think everyone has talent, uh, but it's, it's especially, the thing is, um, and I, I think I already mentioned this, um, you need to be committed. Committed to become good, the best. And the, the players who made it um, also now in the IX philosophy also are all, uh, in, in the Netherlands, Ajax um, has big talents, great talents, and we put a lot of effort in helping them. But it, it stops when they don't uh, uh, want to invest anymore. So if they are not committed to that goal, that, that golden goal, then you, know, you, can, you, you cannot make it because there's, the competition is too tough. There's so much competition around you. You have to be very, very committed to yeah, to do the things that's not that that you want as a player, but actually what you need as a player. There's a big difference. So yeah, I'm always trying to teach my coaches and also the place It's not about what you want as a player, but that's why we are coaches we can analyze much better what you need to become good and then it's up to you to answer that question is that something that i want to do and can i be committed uh, and what's your goal and uh, how much time you're going to invest and do you want to hurt yourself a little bit so yeah those things are. say
0: that last part do you want to did you say hurt yourself a little bit yeah you hurt
1: yourself a little bit because uh, um thriving and becoming successful is always balancing on on the edge of um, do i make progress or not uh, or do i fall off and that hurts because you have to do the push-ups again or you have to do the shootings again or and it, it hurts because you know you you will be criticized or and, and, and the nice thing of sports, what I like reading sports, and it's everywhere the same is it's so pure. Um, if you compare it for with, with for the businessmen, the business people, they wear suits and they they never get criticism every day that much as a sports or, or, or an athlete. So, for example, in, in soccer, if you if your first touch is not good, you hear something or it's your player that says something, or the coach is saying something. And the next running action, if it's not in the right direction, you hear something. So there's constantly criticism and, um, and feedback, directly feedback in your system. And that's hard, that's hard. And when you start becoming good, the, 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 yeah, the expectations are higher and, you're you're dealing with that so that's uh, balancing on the edge do i want this still and because you know yeah and also do i get closer to uh, the other competitors and or do i stay behind and you know it's so difficult to get there and so committed to be good and the other thing is um for, for coaches at least it's um uh, give players what they need and not what they want. Yeah, I like that a lot
0: uh, Say it again. Don't don't be afraid to hurt yourself. Is that how you said it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that so much I've never heard it quite like that uh, Ever expressed ever so that's brand new to me and I, I think that is that's a golden nugget right there okay. Um Last question, and then, then we'll end this. Uh, it's been fantastic having you on the show. Thank you again so much. Um, I, I'd like to give my everybody that comes on the show an opportunity to, to share a message. You can pick any audience you want. You can pick your academy teams. You can pick uh, friends, family, the entire world. It doesn't matter. You pick the audience, and then you give a message of how they can deliberately design a life to thrive in any situation.
1: Uh, for me, it's just uh, for, for let, let's keep it simple because I'm a football coach. Let's, let, let me talk to, to to the soccer fans and uh, and players who who like the game. Um, coaches can take away a lot of things from you. Um, um, sometimes you cannot deal with the criticism or it's not fair, things are not fair, but don't let them take away the passion of what you're doing. And that's actually the foundation of, you know, loving the sports and keep doing what you're doing and thriving forward. So yeah, that's, that's actually the best thing that I can give to, to the soccer fans and the people who
0: love football. Don't let anyone rob you of your passion. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much. Thrivecast Nation, this is Edwin Peterson. Thanks again so much for being on the show. Really appreciate it. Uh, and uh we'll see all of you on the next episode.
1: Okay. Thank you.
0: Thanks for being here.